Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Merlin Cast, episode 12. This is our season 4 review show. It's a very special episode. We're going to cover some of our favorites and not so favorite parts of season 4, as well as test our knowledge of Merlin, and who knows what else will happen. My name is Aaron Millard. My name is Courtney Catadella. My name is Sarah Sutherland. And my name's Andrew Brace. Okay. Okay. That was totally off. Like I don't, I don't order, know what order no, we're supposed cool. to go. I just it's have, to, I have to get the last word in, so that's all I can. Okay. Last time right, we that did works. that, he was like, I don't know if I should. Okay, never mind. Mm. It's fine. Um, so we don't really have a ton of news to talk about today. There was one little thing that. We noticed um, there was a picture that came out. Uh, it looks like someone was stalking the set of Merlin. And in the picture, you can see King Arthur and Mordred. And they are, like, shaking hands. They're at the castle. Now, the weird thing about this is Mordred is in armor, and he looks to be a knight. Which brings about a lot of questions. Because Mordred was not exactly good friends with anyone in Camelot That's uh, as he exited last time actually yeah. yeah it really is he was with the druids and he was not not so friendly and he was definitely trying to to do bad things so we're not really sure why he's a knight and I think it'll be interesting to see how they spin that one off but does anyone really have any thoughts about this just that it's interesting that He's a knight of Camelot, and I don't understand why Merlin would allow that to happen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, either somebody slipped the net and Merlin's magic isn't exactly up to par, or, well, I don't know, there's no or, so I don't know what else. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting, and it'll be, it'll be interesting to watch how they play that off, if that indeed is... Uh, Mordred's new role, I guess. Yeah, I mean, the one thing that I can think of would be... Oh, yeah. Well, one thing that I could think of would be that um, he doesn't tell them that it's him. Like, he doesn't introduce himself as Mordred, but somehow the audience, like, we know that it's Mordred. Um, and he's, like, disguising his magic and his identity to the rest of the people. Right. <laughs> I kind of think, like, you know, it's been easy in the past with Agravain to be an evil character and be able to have a strong presence in Camelot, and Arthur's not exactly the quickest person to catch on to these things, so... No. Nope. It doesn't really surprise me, although I am kind of... If, if that does turn out to be the situation where it's another one of those situations that he was able to trick, it, trick everyone into thinking he was a good guy and getting his way in, I don't really care to see a whole other season of an Agravain-type dilemma well, like, but if he does get it in, got to be annoying towards the end of yeah if he does right. get in it's going to be like that because you have to know mordred and morgana are like they have a special right. bond so it's kind of going to be the same thing although it would be interesting because morgana might I'm hoping have to it's be not. she might have to be on the back burner a bit because mordred i i just see mordred as taking over completely <laughs> He just seems like... Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, it's not... So I don't I, think it's going to be as much like Aggravain just being kind of, you know, just kind of a pawn for Morgana. I think 
more to it would have more of a commanding role in whatever they're doing. Yeah, and I guess we really don't know what the backstory is behind it, so we'll just have to wait and see what the real story is behind the whole thing. Mm -hmm. But it'll be interesting, that's for sure. <laughs> so what we have planned in this episode is uh, we have some discussion questions about Season 4, and then we have uh, a quiz that we found that we're going to take and see just how terrible we are at paying attention to detail. <laughs> so um, <laughs> the first one of our questions we have is... Uh, what our favorite episode was of season four. I guess I'll start out. Um, it took me a while to really... I I was like stuck between two episodes on this one. But the way I kind of decided was which, what episode really moved me, I guess you could say. So the one that I ended up choosing was Lancelot Duloc. And the reason I chose that is because the episode itself is just full of these crazy twists that, I mean... You knew they were going to happen, but the scenes are just so intense and so dramatic that it's just really awesome to watch. Uh, especially the scene where um, Gwen and Lancelot are kissing and Arthur walks in. Like, the, the shock on Arthur's face and that whole scene was just so intense. So I really loved that. And then the scene after that where Arthur banishes Gwen from the kingdom was another really powerful scene. But So I, I that's why I chose that episode. Um, the other one that I was thinking about choosing was the secret share, um, just because that one was really cool to see Gaius um, really be tested as far as revealing who Merlin was, and then once he gave it up, I loved seeing um, that whole situation unfold, but I'll talk about that a little more later. So, I chose episode 9. Um, Andrew, what did you think? Uh, personally, my favorite episode... I would have to go with uh, part two of the Darkest Hour. Just, well, actually, I don't know. It's kind of both, I'd say. Just because, um, well, I thought the special effects were somewhat cheesy. You actually had kind of a, a, a new threat to Camelot. You know, they could see it. They knew what it was. But they still didn't know entirely how to deal with it. So then you actually get Merlin and Arthur and the rest of the knights, you know, actually going out on a quest to to um you know defeat this new evil and uh the Duraka? You know, go... was that what they're called yeah yeah the Duraka. that's right spirits of the dead uh you know uh, i'll go into that later but uh and then at the end you see uh you know just some of the sacrifices some of the people are willing to make it's uh i thought it was a pretty it was a really couldn't have kicked off a season you know in a much better way so yeah I mean, I, I know what you mean, though, with the whole, like, the the CGI they used for the skeleton heads, I guess Yeah, that say. was a that's the one downside, I thought. Yeah. yeah but, I mean, besides but, that, but I know, definitely yeah. the plot. Mm -hmm. You know, Lancelot giving up his life and the scene where uh, Merlin jumps in front of and, Arthur to save him, there, yeah. there were some good, uh, good scenes yeah, there, oh, yeah. so I know yeah. what you mean. Oh, Sarah, yeah. what'd you think? Ugh. What's your favorite? Ugh. Um, I have... Oh, it's so hard to choose. Okay. Um, I have it between three, um, but I think my favorite one is going to be A Servant of Two Masters, um, which is episode... I think it's episode six or seven. Yeah, it's seven. Episode seven. Um, I just... I love Colin Morgan, and I love how versatile of an actor he can be, and I absolutely love it when he changes into Emerus. I think it's just so funny to see him being this old 
old guy and there's like this great scene where he is fighting all the knights and he just stacks them up so he can climb onto the horse and travel away um but i thought it was it was just a really humorous entertain like a very entertaining episode but you got to see um guys and kind of gwen like rooting for merlin and trying to like make sure he's he gets back to the way he normally was, and it's just funny, though, because of all the failed attempts that Merlin has in trying to kill Arthur, and he totally just flubs him. Um, but anyway, yeah, but it has to be my favorite, just because it was very humorous, but it also had a lot of really good action, um, especially a fight between Emerus and Morgana, which was really good. Um, and it just kind of, you know, escalated how Morgana's power is or her power has increased so much. Um, my second favorite, though, has to be Wicked Day, um, when Uther's death. I just, it was such an emotional, yeah. such an emotional episode. Um, and I thought they did really well as far as killing Uther Pendragon and giving Anthony Head that um, finale. You know, he he went out pretty well and... And I just I cried like mostly throughout that entire episode, so <laughs> it just hit me, hit me in the heart. It was just so it was really really good. Um, yeah. I see. So Courtney, how about you? Okay, my um, favorite episode was definitely his father's son, um, and that was the episode. Uh, I loved that. Oh my god, that episode was so good. Um, I just thought that. Arthur really, like, had a lot of character development in that episode just because it was the perfect balance of, like, Morgana trying to meddle by getting, you know, the, um, like, Queen Honest's, I don't even know how to say her name, Queen Honest's army to invade and trying to help with that, and Agravain, who was causing the whole thing by trying to get, like, oh gosh, what was his name, by trying to get, um... Carolian to sign the treaty and then he got killed and I don't know it was just awesome and I just thought that um it really showed Arthur stepping up um into the role of a good king and taking responsibility for a poor decision that he made and I don't know just it was just great I just love that episode it was wonderful that's interesting because I remember when we reviewed that episode at least Andrew and I, our ratings were for it were pretty low, but I hey, think mine were pretty I mean, high for that. Yeah, you did like that one. Fair enough. So we all have different ones, which is cool that none of them really overlapped. Uh, so I guess we'll go to the next one, which is most developed character this season. Um, so I guess you could say the character that really played a big role, and you got to see learn more about the character. Whoever you felt um, really stepped it up this season. So. Uh, let's have Sarah, if you want to start this one out. No, I don't want to start this one out, because I forgot what I was going to say. All right. <laughs> uh, All right. No, Anyone want to volunteer? Um, <laughs> I can volunteer. I'll volunteer. Um, okay, I, oh, this is so, it's cliche, but whatever. I thought that, um, Arthur developed most this season. Um, I know that in one of the first episodes of, um, that we recorded of the four series. Um, we talked about how every character, every knight was going to get a developing 
kind of episode. And I thought for the most part they did a good job with that. That was pretty true. But I just thought that Arthur really, he just developed more and more as a prince and then a king throughout all of this. You know, he really came into his own, stepped up to the responsibility. Um, you could kind of see him changing from just this, like, kind of cheeky little prissy prince character to um, someone who really valued the loyalty of his knights and really... Um, you could kind of see him stepping into the shoes of the greatest king, um, that Albion will have ever seen. So, um, I don't know. It was just great. He questioned himself a lot, which is wonderful. He was humbled a lot, I think, by different characters that came across his path. I don't know. I was just, I don't know. I really, really enjoyed watching Arthur throughout the season. Okay. I would say, uh, for me, it would be Gawain. Uh, one thing that I, I saw is that Gawain was actually in every single episode this season, and he was the only knight that was in every episode. Um, and I think he really, like, he had at least a semi-significant role in every episode, and you got to see him really grow as a character, and you really got to see him step up and take over as far as you know, they had the the finale where he was fighting for food for for Gaius, and then you have other episodes where he always kind of volunteered to do the things that maybe before Lancelot would have done, but now that Lancelot's gone, they need someone else to step up and do, and I feel like Wayne really took that role. Um, and we got to just see that he's really a brave, brave knight, and I think they really purposely focused on him a lot more than they did other um, other other nights so i i just really think he he shined in this season uh andrew all right well those i thought were uh pretty good but i'm gonna take a little step in a different direction and say uh morgana i yeah. thought was um you stole mine. Bro- maybe not in <laughs> maybe not <laughs> developing in uh Yikes. developing in the in a very good positive direction but uh in the role she has to play i mean she developed really well you mean you saw in the first episode she was still when she had uh more goes with her she was still kind of the innocent ish not quite completely evil kind of getting her feet wet and sorcery personality but then as the season wore on you saw with all these schemes and plans she was hatching. I mean, and to- and towards the end of the season, you know, when Arthur asks her, you know, I thought we were friends, what happened? And that kind of leaves me wondering, holy crap, what did happen? <laughs> you know, because you go back to season one, when she's just this, you know, innocent, you know, young damsel, to now here we are season four, and she's already, you know, Camelot's sworn enemy. I mean... Four years? That's not a whole lot of time to get twisted that <clears throat> With a year in each between, with each season. But yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's what I thought. The mo- the best developed character. Okay, fine. Okay, <clears throat> fair enough. Well, um... <laughs> okay, I was going to say Morgana, just thinking about, like, what um, Andrew said about how you really got to see her as being evil... Um, but I also agree with Courtney that Arthur 
was probably much more developed in the season. And just thinking back on it, it's interesting that each of the different series or seasons focuses kind of on one character. So I would say series one focused focused more on Merlin and how he was coming into magic. And then the second season kind of focused more on Morgana in the sense that she was really confused about her magic and she didn't know what was happening to her because she's been told all her life that she's like magic is bad and so all of a sudden it's okay like i just i think i think like series series two especially like focused more on morgana and her coming into and coming to be okay with her magic and then series three i think kind of actually went into in depth about guinevere and arthur's relationship and kind of gave a little more about guinevere's um character in that sense but i have to agree with courtney that series four was primarily Arthur and him coming of age and becoming a king. Um, so, yeah, it's just, he had so many dynamic moments, and pretty much most of the episodes had to do with Arthur in some way. So, yeah, I definitely have to say Arthur is probably the most developed character this season. Very, very valid point. Okay. Again, there's some differing opinions there. So... Let's go with favorite scene, and I know this will be hard to choose because there are a lot of really good scenes in this season, but, you know, we all got to choose one, so, Andrew, why don't you start this one out? Okay, I'm definitely going to have to say uh, my favorite scene, and yes, spoiler alert, it has Lancelot in it, <laughs> and um, that would be uh, the ending of Aaron's favorite episode, actually, uh, Lancelot Duloc. Just the final scene where uh, Merlin is uh, burying supposedly what's just Lancelot's shade, you know, just the shadow of his former self, whatever. And uh, but then he kind of wakes up and just says, "Thank you, Merlin," and then he dies. So yeah, he died and he had to be buried, but he got the last two words, in, you know. And um, I think it was just kind of nice, you know, you saw Lancelot, Lancelot. One more time, not shade plants a lot. And not that I'm saying I want that to be the last time. We all know that by now. But, yeah, if it was the last time, then I'd have it be like that. Okay. Um, I would have to say, for me, and I'm saying this, like, I this was an incredibly sad scene. But at the same time, I felt like it was one of the best film scenes and the best scenes as far as really drawing emotions from people. Um, my... My favorite scene of the season was when Merlin was switched over to Emrys and he was at Uther's deathbed and he was trying to heal him. And when the magic failed, um, he like panicked and he realized he had just blown his chances uh, at Arthur accepting magic in Camelot. And it was just a really powerful scene and he really felt for Merlin and he realized that he just that was a major step back for his whole cause. Um, and I thought it was really just a great scene. And it just, it really had a lot of emotion built up into it. And I feel like it really, really hit people's hearts. So, uh, Sarah? Um, my favorite scene is from the episode right before the series finale, The Hunter's Heart. Um, it was when Guinevere, when Morgana turned Guinevere into a doe. And they were going on this hunt, and you were so I was filled with a lot of anxiety because I was like, "Oh my goodness, they're going! He's going to kill Guinevere!" Like, 
Arthur's going to kill Guinevere, she's going to get shot and then turn back into her own form, and it's going to be really sad. I really didn't know what was going to happen. Um, and it's just, I loved the scene where she's running and you see in the, like, in the water, she turns back and you see it's actually Guinevere and it's not um, the doe. That entire scene of just, of her, you know, her getting shot by Mythian and then Arthur finding the ring and being reminded and then calling it off. It was just so, so, like, there was just so much tension. Um, and part of me is just, like, kind of a little freak because I love, I, I love animal symbolism and, like, for what the doe symbolizes. Um, it just, it was such a powerful moment for me to see Guinevere changed into a doe because she was the victim, right? She is, she was innocent. And um, I, th I just thought it was such a well- well-played um, plot device as far as screenplay goes. So yeah, that was my favorite scene out of the entire series. <laughs> I see. And Courtney? Um, okay, well, I think that I had two. Two favorite scenes. Probably not allowed, but whatever. Um, I really enjoyed the scene, obviously, the cliche one. I'll get that out of the way. Between um, Arthur and Merlin when... Arthur pulls the sword out of the stone. I just thought that was really uplifting and symbolic, and it was just great. I don't know. That one's obvious why I loved that. But my other one was in the episode called the, A Herald of the New Age. Um, at the very, very, very end, when Arthur goes to um, the sight of the shrine that that little boy, you know, starts to haunt Elian at. So he goes back to the shrine, and um, Merlin, you know, follows him. And Arthur realizes that he was the one who led the raid on um, the druid people there, and he's kind of the reason why all those people are dead, and he says that he did it at a time when he was very ignorant, and things like that. And he promises the druids that he'll respect them from now on, um, and I just think that's really uplifting because that's him starting to become more tolerant about magic. Um, yeah. and I don't know, it's just, it, he really is a herald of the new age. And that was just for me, one of the major, major indicators that like, yeah, yeah, the prophecy has the right guy. Arthur is, is the right one. So I agree, and I, you know, there's so many good scenes in this season, it's so hard to just choose one, but I think we could go on for hours about all the great scenes that were, almost every episode I think had like a really, really special oh, scene. Oh yeah. So, yeah. Very good. Alright, the last thing to talk about is, and this is kind of just open, you can just, we can just discuss everything, is what, the things we didn't like about this season, maybe things we'd like to see improve. Um... I'll go ahead and start this out, because there's been something that it's always kind of been an issue with me, and it's gotten a little better, is I've had an issue with some of the CGI and just kind of the the, uh, the graphics in this show. Baraka. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a good example. Or I, One way I've, I've seen improvement is in the dragon. I feel like the first season, the dragon was uh, a lot more obviously added into the show than in the last i mean it's still kind of obvious that the dragon's not real but i think they're doing a better job now of um of the making the dragon more realistic but at the same time <laughs> the draco were just horrible like it was so obvious that they were just like 
thrown in there. Like, I think they could have done a better job just with the detail of what they look like. They really just kind of took a blatant skeleton, put it in a little mist, and made them go flying at people. And there was a couple others. Uh, the Wilderin, they they were okay, um, but I felt like you could tell that they were just added into the show as well. Um, so that's one area that I feel like they really need to improve on is the quality of their CGI. Um, what did you guys think about that? Was it pretty obvious to you too that some of the stuff was just added into the show? Yeah, I definitely. Yeah, it kind of was. I mean, <laughs> the, and you got, but you still got to think with a, a show like this. You know, probably they don't have the highest budget ever. So I mean, yeah, I'll give them that. You know, they especially in season one, you could tell. You know, the special effects weren't exactly up to par, but. You know, that's kind of what you expect with a show that's just kind of getting on its feet, you know what I mean? Right. I think their budgets kind of went up a little bit, though, so... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I don't... I didn't... It didn't really phase me at all. It didn't... I didn't really care. (laughs) I thought... I mean... (laughs) It's... I'm not... I, I... I'm... It's just kind of like Star Wars. Like, I watched the old, old versions of it, and the CGI was amazing, for that time period, of course, yeah. now you look at it, it's like, oh, that's so awful. So, I mean, I don't really care so much about it, because I'm like, it's it's really difficult to do anyway. So, I just appreciate what they have. And I'm happy that they try to include CJ at all for some of this, like, magical stuff. I think that it just adds another element to the series, so, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, you can definitely tell, right. like, especially in season series one with the great dragon it was so obvious and the fact that they kept using the same the same shots for multiple episodes i thought that was pretty funny too did you guys notice yeah, that yeah i agree yeah. with that yeah <laughs> it's just kind of funny um, they just change the some of the things but they use the same shots um erin i know at least with the wilderin i was just reminded of the movie Princess Bride with the rodents <laughs> of unusual size oh or whatever gosh. they are in the fire <laughs> yes. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's such a great I'm reminded movie, of that. but R U S is You know the Do you guys remember Jabba the Hutt from Star Wars? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Remember that big monster he had in that dungeon? The rain yeah, board. that's what I'm talking okay, about. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I that's what I go back to. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, you can just tell, but whatever. Right. <laughs> and that kind of brings me to the second point of it is, and we've talked about this before. There's there's never really been a huge variety in the spells that Merlin uses or Morgana for yes. that matter. Ugh. Um, we've talked about how it's always just a typical stunning spell where they send someone flying backwards and there's like this gush of air sounds um i feel like you know in even though some of the cgi is bad it still takes hours and hours to do if they just threw some of that bad cgi at least into some of these spells i feel like it would just make make the magic so much better um because i think after a while you just get sick of seeing the same spell over and over again i don't know if that's just my opinion or if you guys agree but yeah we were we were promised we were definitely promised at last year's comic-con that Merlin would get to do some bigger magic, but it's still just make a fire or blow somebody back or create a voodoo doll and like still well, make I mean, a fire. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> in uh, you had that one episode with Mordred when he was with those uh, bandits, 
where he actually like picked up a couple spears and magically threw them at a couple uh, guards and was able to oh, really? kill them. So Marlin I mean, has I don't done that before even too. something. Yeah, true. Yeah. But I just mean just spice it up a little bit, not just like the rate the you know casual knock them back and knock them out or whatever. You know, what I mean, you know, just even yeah. if it's just where you're moving something, at least make it a little more creative. I guess it is the most and effective I feel like... though, because <laughs> it's so quick. yeah. And we all we all it grew seems up. to be yeah. We all grew up in the Harry Potter generation, so we're used to seeing the movies where, like, you know, spells are flying out of wands, and you have, like, all sorts of crazy magic going on. Um, yeah, so when exactly. we see, like, we see Merlin just kind of doing these little spells, it just, I think we're comparing it to what we're used to. So, I mean, maybe if we didn't grow up with Harry Potter and we hadn't seen all that, maybe we wouldn't think of it in the same way. But even without that, I still feel like, you know, maybe Merlin could, like, just... I don't like. They could use some color, maybe in the spells, like like a lightning a bolt. You know, the, the fire first season rod or a lightning. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yes. I loved. I loved in the first season when they had like Merlin use a spell where he like basically summoned the weather to strike down, um, and kill Nimue. Yep. Like that was an awesome spell, and it actually looked really realistic. And they could totally do more spells like that. And since then, I'd say the best spell that Merlin did. And this season was when he was Emerus, and he used it was just kind of like a dust tornado that he sent at Morgana. Do you remember that? I remember that. Yeah. That um, was very cool. Vaguely. Yeah, that was pretty awesome, and I really enjoyed that. Um, and then it, when he kills Aggravain, I feel like there could have been so many better ways yeah. he could have killed Aggravain than the typical okay. stunning spell. Right that was there, that's one thing I did not like. Aggravain's flipping death. Okay, you already blow him back once and he magic comes awake again but then you blow him back again and then that's when he yeah. dies like come on <laughs> get a little creative here why it's just the same thing that was one thing that bugged me i was like well that was very anticlimactic Ugh. right like i don't know they have ways to go with that but i feel like they're getting better budgets every season so maybe they'll be able to increase their magic a little bit Hopefully. in this next one i'm yeah. hoping anyway um, and then I had one other thing we've, we've discussed before as well is, uh, the lack of variety in costumes, uh, especially with Merlin. Um, I feel like now at this point, Merlin's kind of gained more of a role as, as maybe socially where he doesn't need to wear servant robes all the time. Um, I mean, he's basically Arthur's right hand man. I know he still does a lot of the chores for Arthur, but Arthur relies on him a lot more than he would a servant. And I feel like they're still kind of giving Merlin that appearance of being really um, inferior to Arthur. And I mean, it, they could at least change up the colors a little bit in every season. But for every season so far, he's literally worn almost exactly the same thing in every scene that he's been in. So that's just my thought. I'd like to see a little more variety, but I don't know what you guys think. Well, definitely in Series 1, they did change up his colors. I remember there was one time he was wearing purple which i thought looked really strange it was like purple and blue or something i just thought it was very strange looking to for him to be wearing purple like i liked it but then like they haven't used that set of costuming since so i don't know right i think i think part of the reason why they're doing this though and maybe in series five we'll see this is that when he actually becomes like Merlin, the, you know, the right. no, notoriety, like, yeah, the warlock, the amazing wizard, 
that he'll actually get these amazing robes, and we're going to be so blown away by how different Merlin looks, because he's going to have robes, and apparently glasses, so it will look very interesting. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Did anyone else have anything that they would like to see improved or that they weren't happy with in this season? Um, no, I thought it yeah. was pretty good. Oh, yeah, bring Lance Lawback. Oh, yeah, exactly. Bring Lance Lawback. Um, no, I was thinking um, just a couple of the episodes I just thought were misses, um, particularly the um, Lamia episode. Yes. I think that Ugh. when we yeah. rated it, we all gave it pretty low ratings on the show at least, but I just was not a fan um, a couple of the More other of ones. There's always filler exactly. episodes in like every exactly. season. Exactly. I just thought that in this season, um, there weren't like way too many filler episodes. It was better than the past seasons, I think. But I don't know. Um, just yeah. that one really just got me. Um, also, I, I don't know. I know that this is just wonderful, wonderful legend around Merlin and his epic battle with Morgana, but I'm so sick of her. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I cannot wait until she just, you know, dies eventually because <laughs> that sounds really harsh, but I'm just so sick of her being so bitter and trying to take it out on Arthur. Like, dude, it's yeah. not his fault that his dad was a jerk. Um, I don't know. I'm just really... I just think that she could, you know, kill his prejudice against magic with kindness more than with, you know, snakes and trying to overtake it with warlords and stuff like that. I don't know. I just think that her little transformation from damsel in distress to this, like, very distressed damsel is, like, not good. (laughs) I'm very Very sick of her. And I'm... Yeah, I'm just very sick of her and her I, whole issue. I agree with you, and I'm so glad that Agravain died because I honestly was getting sick of repeatedly over and over again, like Morgana having like this big heart attack over some little thing and calling in Agravain to take care of everything for her and her just sitting back in the background and like complaining and having nightmares about it. Like, it got <laughs> to be old. And I... I don't know how they can incorporate her better as a villain. Like, maybe have her make more appearances in Camelot than she does right now, because right now she's just, like, in the background. Yeah, she showed up in the last episode, but even then, like, it was hardly a big deal. Like, she was gone before she was... I mean, she was only there for, like, 20 minutes. And, like, they just... They could do a lot better with really making her appear more as a villain and not more as an angry lady that is trying to seek vengeance from a distance, so... Well, if they're going to keep Katie McGrath, this is what I would like to happen. (laughs) To have a redemptive episode, and we're going to turn good, because I think it would actually be a very interesting plot twist, and also really good character development, to have her become okay and not be bitter anymore, and learn to forgive, like, Uther, but also come alongside Arthur. I just... I, I don't, I've said this before, I do not like an evil Morgana, and I have to agree with you, Courtney, it got really annoying, because all she did was complain, and, like, bicker, and be 
really annoying. But I think it would be so interesting yeah. to have her turn good, and then you can have this whole tension between her and Mordred, because she loves Mordred, and then she might be someone that loses her way, but then comes back again. I think that there's a lot of possibilities if they actually turn Morgana back to being good and not evil. Because, yeah, I'm sick of her being a villain. It's pointless now. Yeah. I agree. Hmm. Okay. So, now that we've gone through those, we have a quiz that um, Sarah found. And if anyone wants to take this quiz, uh, I'll put it in the show notes so that you can find it and look it up. It's on pro propes.com. Um, <laughs> and it's a quiz just on Merlin season four, and it's actually really challenging. I've looked at some of the questions, so we're going to read the questions and each answer them silently. And then we'll go over who got it, that question right and who got it wrong and see in the end who, uh, who does the best on this. So does everyone have the quiz up? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, yep. So how exactly are we okay. going? How exactly are we going to do this? Or do we go through the entire quiz I'll, ourselves? Or well, no, I'll I'll read each question and then we'll choose our answer. And then once we've chosen our answers, we'll hit submit. And after that, it'll bring up like an explanation of each answer, and then we'll go over the answer and okay. do it that way. So don't go ahead of everyone. So go ahead and click start though, and we'll go to question one. And let me know when you guys are all there. Okay. <clears throat> there. Okay. All right. So question one, how many credited characters, including guest stars, died in series four? (laughs) So So if you guys all want to choose your answer. Oh my goodness. And then once you've all chosen, has everyone chosen their answer? No. Yeah. I don't know. You got to think about this one. Okay. I know. Think about it. (laughs) I'm just winging it. (laughs) There's so many. Okay. I'd say there's, there's definitely more than three. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. You should probably read the options. I can think of more with... off the top of my head, so. I'm going oh, shoot, with oh, eight. Well, the options are... timed. I can't tell you, though. The options are A, 3, B, 8, or C, 11. So, I, I mean, you can think about it. You got Uther, you have Agravain, and you have... Lancelot. Um, and Isolde. That's four right there. So Isolde. There's definitely more Lancelot. Than that. So, go ahead and choose your answer. And you also have Morgos. Okay. She died in the beginning. You have... Helios, yeah, he died. True. There's so many people that died. So has everyone chosen their answer? Yep. Yes. Okay. And who got it right? Me. I Hold didn't. on. Hold on. Hold I on. did. <laughs> I am having problems. <laughs> Uh-oh. Hold on. My computer, my computer is Those are never really good. slow. Especially during okay. finals week. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, it looks like looks like Sarah failed out. Ooh, oh, no. sorry, Sarah. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> yes, I did get it incorrect. It was too much so. for her to take. No, was, you got it incorrect. I, I got it incorrect. Who's Ogan? Oh, the correct answer. Owen. The correct answer was eight. Yep. The characters that died were Morgos, Lancelot, Uther, Borden, Carleon, uh, oh, Orn. Lamia, Eogan, uh, yeah, Agravain, Helios, and Isolde. Um, and if and now that I see that, there was actually a lot of big characters that died in that season. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> a ton, way Could more just, than some of the other seasons. So, 
Can I just say that I'm actually happy that Uther died this season? Like, finally. Me I was too. getting really sick of him. <laughs> I think a lot of people are. Yeah. yeah we're just so annoyed by him. Okay, He's next question. Question two. How many credited characters, main characters and reoccurring characters, died in series four? This Didn't is main characters this? and recurring. So this, no, no that yeah. the other one included guest characters, so characters that were only in one episode. This is characters that have been in seasons prior to this. So oh dang, I got it wrong. Be the main one. Wait, 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 like, wait, wait. What? Oh, you already chose. This I is can't characters tell you guys like, what it is though. Characters that this isn't their first season being um, on Merlin, so it'd be characters that were in series three. Oh. So you know. I got it wrong. I'm going to choose... Okay. Tell me when... Have you chosen, Sarah? Um, I got it wrong again. Dang it, I was going to pick that one, oh. too. <laughs> I'm really bad at this. The correct answer was six. Morgos, Lancelot, Uther, Agravine, Isolde, and Helios. So, it makes sense, and that's kind of just a shot in the dark question. So we'll go to the next one. Question... Three, which of the following groups contain a character or creature that is not villainous? Now this is a tough one. A, the Southrons, Morgana, Dockrade, <laughs> and Agravain. Okay. I got Southrons. it right. B, Borden, Helios, Circus Group, and Vilia. Or C, Wyvern, Wilderin, Bandits, and Lamia. Okay. So go ahead and choose your answers. Yay, got well, this it is right. A time quiz. <laughs> this is, this I just is saw like... this time quiz. That's not good. Wait, what time? What, what time are we on? Like thirteen minutes. Um. Oh. oh. Okay, I got that one I right like too. That's but mis- I just guessed on it. I feel like that. I feel like that's misleading. Cause wouldn't Helios be it a is. villain? Well, I guess um, not an ultimate I th- I villain. Think, no, it's uh, saying. It's saying which which group includes one that was not a villain. Yeah. Oh, okay. The villain, yeah. that group okay. I read the question wrong then. The lake spirits. I read the question wrong. Yeah. They are the they are the bubbles that appear to Lancelot. Yeah, the bubbles. Yeah. Okay. They're the ones that healed Merlin when he was when he was sick after he got after he sacrificed himself for Arthur. So. Those are so cool. Okay, next question. Yeah, they were. Question four: In how many episodes did Lancelot appear? Okay, Angel, Andrew, this is your. Uh, your <laughs> Angel. Oh, wait, that's the fifth time on this. <laughs> I already got it right. Don't worry. <laughs> A one, B two, C three, D four. Yes, I got it right. I got it right. I got it right too. I got it. Okay, great Don't job. Your right. correct answer is We're three. Lancelot appeared as himself in both. Both parts of the Darkest Hour, but also in Lancelot Duloc as a shade. At the end, we got a glimpse of him, his real self again. Though when Merlin reanimated him. Okay. Next question. Ooh, this could oh be boy. opinion, man. <laughs> Who is to blame for Uther's death? A. Odin, Agravain, Morgana, and Gleeman. B. Merlin, Old Merlin, Morgana, and Odin. C. Just Morgana, or D. Just Agravain. Who the heck's okay. Gleeman? Hey, you gotta remember. Oh boy. <laughs> um, oh, I got it right. I got it right too! Yes! Woo! What about you guys? 
No, I got it wrong. Andrew? Okay, no, good. I don't feel so bad. Blame. I got it wrong. It wasn't his fault. <laughs> okay. The correct answer was Odin, Agravane, Morgana, and Gleeman. The explanation is Odin sent out the Gleeman who tried to kill Arthur but mortally wounded Uther instead after he defended his son. Uther then killed the Gleeman who struck him and put him into a coma as he fell. Agravane learned that Arthur would be using magic to try and heal Uther. He told Morgana who enchanted a pendant which Agravane put around Uther's neck which reversed the healing effect and killed Uther. There were four people to blame. Wrong answers. Merlin was not to blame as Uther would die anyway, and old Merlin is the same as Merlin. So, there's your answer. <laughs> oh, okay. Oops. Tricky. Question six. Oh, this is so Which easy. character met Kilgara, the great, char- the great dragon, for the first time? If anyone gets this wrong, I'm going to be sad. Damn! Oh, I got it wrong! Oh, God. What? You did? What? <laughs> yes! What? Did you get it right, Andrew? Uh, yeah. Andrew, no, you didn't. You totally got it wrong. Oh. No, I'm I'm still trying to figure out my answer. One sec. (laughs) Get it wrong so I don't feel so stupid. Are you kidding me? No. (laughs) I'm. One sec. How could you have gotten that wrong, Courtney? Oh, God. Oh, Oh, God. I am not good at paying attention to detail. Oh, it was Lancelot, wasn't it? I should know that. Yeah. You got it wrong? Yeah, you got it wrong. <laughs> Thank you, Andrew. Well, I meant Thank to click you. C, but I only no, did that didn't. for Courtney. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. How could you have gotten that Lancelot wrong? met him in the Darkest Hour Part 2. That was the correct answer. He's the okay. only other person uh, besides Merlin that's met him and Gaius. Oh. Yeah, it's really <laughs> That's tough. That's why I put Gaius. <laughs> Question seven. Which of these... Whatever. Yeah. Which of these characters were mentioned only? As in, they oh, did not appear on screen. A. Eleanor and Odin. B. Carleon and Senrid. Or C. Cornelius, Sagan and Uther. This is easy. If you get this wrong, I'm going to be very disappointed. Just kidding. <laughs> By the way, who's right. Cornelius Sagan? I forgot. I don't know. Merlin Wiki that... I don't know. <laughs> hey, I've got all the questions. Slow. Okay. Uh, question number one, who's El- Eleanor? <laughs> exactly. Uh, hold on, I'm looking up Cornelius here. And uh, question number two, who's Odin? <laughs> Oh my goodness, we were to establish okay. this before we began. <laughs> oh, Cornelius Sagan is the greatest sorcerer Camelot has ever known before Merlin. Have you guys oh. already chosen your answers before I give this away? Yeah. Yep. They got it right. Okay, he was that sketchy guy with the mustache who was... In um, the let's, let's see. I used that episode, right? Yeah, oh. yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, he wanted the egg. Yeah. Um. And then, who's the other one you were wondering about? Eleanor? Yeah. That's cheating. I don't remember Eleanor. I well, this is after answer. we've answered. Yeah. Eleanor was an enemy of Camelot when Merlin captured was captured by mercenaries that ambushed the... There's no picture of him. 
Because he... Probably because he was only mentioned along with Odin. Odin is another one of the uh, kings, right? He owns one of the other kingdoms. He owns the kingdom that Yaldor is in. (laughs) Right. We say Odin's land, but we never know who Odin is. So the correct answer was Alinor and Odin. And I'm thinking maybe Odin will show up in this next season, but you never know. So, okay, next question. Question 8. How many episodes did Morgana appear in? A, 13, B, 10, Ugh. C, 9, or D, 8? Oh, boy. Oh, my God. Oh, God, I got this wrong, too. Oh, no. Oh, I got it wrong. Oh, oh I got God. it right. <laughs> did anyone get it right? Yeah, I got it. My computer's oh, okay. so slow. <laughs> uh, well, Still what did working. you choose, Sarah? And I can tell you. Um, I don't know the options. Oh wait, never mind. Hold on, hold on. I got it. I got it. Hold on. Um, ow, I got it wrong. Yep, I yeah. chose thirteen. The oh, correct yeah. answer was ten. Morgana did not appear in Ayusa, Lamia, or a Herald of the New Age. Which were all lame episodes. Just <laughs> <laughs> well, they kind of okay, were. Okay, next question. <laughs> Super Herald of a New Age. Yeah. That was good. Question nine. How many episodes did Gwen not appear in? Oh, boy. Oh, I think I got this. Let's see. Got no, it. I got this wrong, oh, too. Not quite. Oh, God. Okay. Yay, I got it right. Sarah? <laughs> I got it right. The correct answer was two. She didn't appear in Ayusa or a Herald of New Age, but she was mentioned. The Herald of New Age was right after she got banished, right? So yeah. she wasn't even around for that. And then Ayusa was all about Merlin and the dragon. Didn't have anything to do with her, so that makes sense. Okay, next question. Question 10. Which oh of these spells goodness. is not a Merlin spell? <laughs> oh, good. Good. Oh, and these are like... I guess... Okay. I wonder what language it is that the spells are in. Maybe Latin? It's in... It's they, in there um, are translations for them. It's, it is in Latin. It's not in Latin. I know that the Great Dragon speech is in old, like, old Gaelic German. And I think that his spells are either in, like, Old Welsh or... It's oh. not Latin. That's not okay. Latin. I got well, it! I got it! Translations. translations. That one's kind of easy. I got this one, too. <laughs> yeah, I got it. I recognized it. I did too. <laughs> Amendo from Harry Potter. Yeah, Gilderoy uh, Lockhart. <laughs> and I didn't try it. The answers were A, I'm not going to try and pronu- pronounce these, but the translations are you overcome sickness from man, B, open in uninterrupted door, C, earth, air, fire, water, obey me, or D, I improve forearm. Um... <laughs> <laughs> and the correct answer was D because Brachium Amendo was from Harry Potter when uh, is that when he broke his arm and yeah, Lockhart when, tried to fix it yeah okay. on the I footage pitch <laughs> <laughs> great times okay <laughs> I'm a freak flag how many episodes did Gaius appear in oh boy A12, B13 or C10 tricky Oh, ah! I got it wrong. Right. Damn. <laughs> I'm not good okay. at this quiz. You're not good at this quiz. Andrew? I think I've lost, like, did not get as much. Nah. I've been failing miserably. I was one short. 
correct answer was 13. Gaius, along with Arthur, Merlin, Agravain, and Gawain are characters that appeared in every episode. Wow, Gawain is in every okay. episode. Yes, yeah. necessary. Next question. Oh my gosh. Okay. And this one is one I'll never get, but... Who of these characters made an made a one-off appearance in Series 4? Oh, Uther, easy. Ayusa, Borden, the Great Dragon, Isolde, Tristan, Leon, or Elian. I think there's multiple um, answers, though. No, there's, no, there's not. Answer. No, there yeah. is not. There's not multiple answers. Does anyone know what a one-off and uh, one one one-time appearance, like one-time appearance? Oh, they're only, only one been episode. Okay, that is easy. Oh yeah, okay, I got this. I think. Oh, never mind. I got it wrong. Guys, why <laughs> yeah, do you this choose? Is not easy. I, I chose yes. Isolde. <laughs> <laughs> See, I chose whichever one I didn't remember seeing twice. And Borden. I forgot who the heck Borden was, but I know I saw every other character on there more than once. So ah, uh, good call. Elimination. I forgot. Is in two episodes. Yeah, I was about to Correct say. answer was Borden. Okay, yeah. Next question: Which character did not wield a sword? A. Agravain. B. Gwen. C. Morgana. D. Merlin. E. Arthur. F. Mithian. Or G. Uther. This one was pretty easy. I got Guys, right. I'm gonna get it wrong. Oh, good, I got it right. <laughs> You're not gonna <laughs> okay. get it wrong. Did anyone get this wrong? No. No, well, I think we're all good here. <laughs> the correct answer was Mithian. Mithian was seen with a crossbow only, but it is speculated she is a great swordswoman. Okay, next question. Oh, she question was 14. also How many... a one-off appearance. Yep. How many episodes did Agravain not appear in? Oh, I think they gave that away earlier. Yeah. None. That was a dumb question. The correct answer is none, because he was in everyone. Okay, question 15. Who was removed from the opening credits during series 4? Now, this is oh, interesting. Oh, God. But we have talked about this. Have we? Um. I got it wrong. Oh, I got it right. I got it right. <laughs> I know this Woo. one. I got it wrong. <laughs> Aaron. Whoops. <laughs> Andrew, did you get it right? Oh, the <laughs> answers are A, Nathaniel Parker, B, Asa Butterfield, C, Anthony Head, or D, Katie McGrath. Who did you guys I chose Asa Butterfield, which is wrong. The reason I chose Asa Butterfield was because Mordred was never in this season, so I thought he wouldn't be, but it's actually Anthony Head who played Uther, right? Yeah. Yeah. But if he's never been in the opening credits, why would he be removed? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, hey, Aaron. Oh, yeah. I hate to cut fact. short. I'd hate to cut short here, but um, everyone in the house is uh, going to bed right now, so I don't want to wake up the girls or anything anymore. So I'm going to have okay. to uh, cut short here. Yeah. That's fine. All right. Well, then, Andrew, go ahead and uh, <laughs> say goodbye. Goodbye, Andrew. Bye, everyone. Bye. Good night. Sweet dreams. Night. Yep, bye. Okay, guys. Question. Question sixteen. Oh, I wanted to tell you guys. It was interesting. Um, it was funny because I went to. This is a weird fact, but I went to the Highland Scottish Games. Um, which was really interesting. I got put in the stocks and I felt like Merlin because they poured water on my face and they threw food at me. <laughs> but um, yes. immediately afterwards, I 
My grandma has like all these channels, and she has BBC, and Merlin was playing when I was like surfing through it, and it was showing an episode from season two, it was Lady of the Lake, but they still had the same opening credits from season four. Oh, really? It was weird. I was like, I'm pretty sure that like Morgana is not evil yet, and they showed her, you know, like looking (laughs) back all like scary, and I was... I was thinking, and then it showed, like, yeah, I was just like, that's kind of weird. I was like, okay, that works, I guess. Yeah, that is weird. That is weird. Alright, question 16. Which of these characters didn't meet Morgana in Series 4? A, Arthur, B, Azold, C, Orn, D, Innkeeper, E, Gwen, F, Guinevere, G, Leon, H, Percival, or I, Elian. This is a oh tough one. Oh my goodness. Oh, I got it right. Complete guess. <coughs> What'd you guys get? <laughs> Got it wrong. Um, it's tricky. <laughs> oh, that is tricky. You read the explanation. Oh my goodness. That's awful. That's awful. Courtney, what'd you get? Oh, I got it wrong. I guessed he's old. The correct answer was H. Percival. Percival did not directly confront Morgana, nor has he so in earlier seasons. An innkeeper was seen talking to Morgana in a deleted scene in Lancelot Dulac. So that's that is... tricky because most people haven't seen the deleted scenes. So, Okay, question 17. In order, which of these characters discovered Agravain's betrayal first? A. Gaius, B. Gwen, C. Arthur, D. Merlin, E. Percival, F. Allian, or G. Lancelot? I feel like this is so a So I'm guessing there's multiple people... It oh. is, and I have no idea, so I'm just going to randomly guess. Oh yeah, my, that's what oh, I did. shoot. We were supposed to pick more than one. Oh, we were supposed to do it in order. Yeah. Okay. Whoops. Whoops? Okay. I got one. I missed one. I missed Gwen. I didn't know oh, I was missing one. I missed, like, four. <laughs> the answers yeah. were Gaius, Gwen, Merlin, and Elian. Merlin and Gaius both suspected Agravain first in the darkest hour. Guinevere then discovered in the secret share, and Elian discovered at the beginning of the Southron attack. Oh, okay. Southron are the name of the Question, people I'm, of army. That's, that's who they yeah. are. Question 18. Which creatures of the other world appeared in series 4? This is another multiple answer one. So, Yeah, I got one right on this one. I chose Duraka, which was correct. The other answer was the Femora. Yeah, yeah. I got, what was the femora I got again? it. The Femora was the two-headed snake thing, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, next question. Question 19. Arthur and Mythian's land dispute was over the lands of... That's a tough one, because I don't remember names that well. I do. The lands. I got that right. Yeah, I got it right. I got it right. Mythian was the name of the princess. And Eldor was where Merlin lived, so it wasn't too bad. The correct answer was Gedrif. Question 20. How many knights did Morgana kill with her own hands? A5, B3, or C1? Oh, I got it. Dang it. Yay, me too. Got it right. (laughs) The answer was A5. In the Sword in the Stone, Morgana killed two knights with a powerful stun spell. Morgana slashed two as she passed down the halls, disarmed her magic, 
and turned around and killed one more who jumped out and struck her in the side. Okay, in the last question, fill in the blank. Transcript from The oh Hunter's boy. Heart. Princess Mithian talking to Merlin. I'm sure you have er, good reasons. One thing I've learned since being here is that the that Arthur values your blank above almost all others. Got it right. Got this it right. I'm loading. <laughs> yes, I got it right. Woohoo! Oh, I got it too. That was actually not bad. Well, the it could have been opinion. counsel. Could have been counsel. Yeah, that's true. Arthur values your opinion above all others. Okay. So now hit next and let's see who got the best score. Ew. <laughs> I did so bad. What'd you guys get? <laughs> I got a 52 out of I got... 100. <laughs> My, result a 57. Out of 100. My result is a 57. My result is a fail. <laughs> <laughs> I got a 71, which is barely passing. So, hey. <laughs> We're well, all right. Okay, that's bad. That was interesting. But if anyone Yay. wants to... Oh, I got a result fail as well. If anyone <laughs> wants to check out um, this quiz, I'll attach the link in the show notes. It's a lot of fun, and we'll see. Uh, I've already went over... The, we've already went over the answer, so it'll be a little easier for you. But it's a fun little quiz. So that just about wraps up our show today. As always, I'd like to remind you to check out our Twitter, which we've recently started updating more often and there'll be more interactive questions and things for you to respond to us on uh like us on facebook you can go to itunes and subscribe to our podcast if you're not already and you're just listening to it on our, our rss feed you can rate and review us on itunes which we really appreciate and we hope everyone will do you can visit our website which is www merlincast.blogspot.com and I'm actually almost done with some new pages for the website which will be pretty interesting once I uh, publish them and you can send us emails perhaps the most important thing to themerlincast at gmail.com and you can send us anything questions, comments please do please uh, anything about season 4 that you have opinions on anything that you want us to talk about Anything like that. We love to hear from you guys, and it's a lot of fun to include your thoughts and feedback on the show. So be sure to do that. Um, does anyone else have anything else to say? Nope. <laughs> okay. I think we're all set. So tune in next week for episode 13. Bye. Bye. Bye.